Good morning, everyone. You're listening to today's news on Morning Mixtape. Today is Thursday, March 2nd, and I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti, reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are the top stories this morning. In national news, Canada has banned the popular social media app TikTok from government-issued devices, citing concerns in privacy and security. In local news, the TTC is going to resume giving out tickets for fare evasion, a practice stopped at the beginning of the pandemic. After, the story of how a New Brunswick resident saved the man's life while waiting for paramedics after a car crash, and how the two have now reconnected months later. Then, we'll hear from Krishika with her good news segment, and after, we'll round off the show with the weather outlook for the day. Looking at the news, Canada is banning the social media app TikTok from government-issued devices because of growing cybersecurity concerns. According to reporting from Global News and other outlets, the federal government made the decision to ban the app as a precautionary measure. Mona Forte, the president of the Treasury Board, announced the move on Monday. She said that the concerns center around data collection, specifically a Chinese law that requires private companies like ByteDance, the owners of TikTok, to comply with the Chinese government if requested. The ban that officially came into force on Tuesday follows similar moves by other jurisdictions. The European Union announced a temporary ban on the application last week, which applies to official government devices as well as any personal devices that use government services. Congress in the United States, along with more than half of the individual states, have also banned the app from government devices. The U.S. has also been considering a blanket ban on TikTok for all users in the country for some time. When pushed by reporters, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did not rule out action that goes beyond Canada's initial ban. He said that at the moment, Canadians can make the personal choice as to whether or not to keep the app based on available information. In a statement to Global News, a spokesperson for TikTok questioned the move by the Canadian government and how it uses vague language and does not cite any specific security concern. With the ban on TikTok now in place, multiple Canadian members of Parliament have suspended their own TikTok accounts for the time being. Prominent figures like party leaders Jagmeet Singh and Pierre Polyev had close to 900,000 and 200,000 followers respectively on the platform. Moving to local news, the TTC is planning to resume giving tickets out for fare evasion starting this month. This will mark a return since the practice was put on hold at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The move comes after a TTC report on Tuesday that says the transit system is losing about 13% of revenue per month because of fare evasion. A ticket will cost passengers $235 a steep price compared to the average parking ticket in Toronto, which City News reports to be around $50. The move to reinstate tickets for fare evasion comes just a few weeks after the City of Toronto approved this year's operating budget for the TTC that includes a 10-cent fare increase for most riders and service cuts on bus and subway lines. Various advocacy groups have called out and denounced the move by the TTC. Shalakh Pizzi Allen, a spokesperson for advocacy group TTC Riders, said in a letter to the TTC board that the resumption of ticketing will have a negative impact on those who can least afford transit. She recommended that the city instead go after provincial and federal governments to properly fund the transit system. Concerns around systemic biases in the issuing of tickets have also been brought up by advocates. An investigation by the Toronto Star looking at data from 2008 to 2018 found that black transit users are disproportionately ticketed for alleged crimes on the TTC. 
the ttc also made headlines and was the subject of an investigation by the toronto ombudsman after a black man was forcibly detained by fare inspectors on a streetcar in 2018. in its report on tuesday the TTC stated that it continues to implement a comprehensive anti-racism strategy recommended by the investigation. It also expects this change to result in fewer tickets issued per month. In Canadian news, the story of how a man injured in a car crash in Nova Scotia was saved by a passerby while waiting for paramedics in August of last year, and how the two have now connected six months later. An interview with CBC News on Tuesday morning gave more insight with first-person accounts from Brandon Maloney, who was injured in the crash, and Troy Burke, who Maloney credits with saving his life. Maloney told CBC in the interview that he was on his way to his sister's wedding on his motorcycle when a woman ran a stop sign and made contact with him. When he came to his senses, Maloney saw that a part of his leg was missing and that blood was streaming out quickly. He managed to call 911 and tried to make a tourniquet to stop the blood flow, but said that this had little effect. At this point, Troy Burke pulled over in his car after seeing the scene. Burke told CBC that he was on his way home to New Brunswick, but had decided to take a scenic route, which turned out to be a critical decision on that day. After sitting next to and comforting Maloney, Burke then found the piece of the artery that was severed in the crash and pinched it with all of his force. Being a volunteer firefighter, Burke said that he had prepared for similar situations, but that everyone was very lucky on that day. He ended up holding onto Maloney's artery and preventing severe loss of blood for around 40 minutes before paramedics arrived at the scene. Maloney was then airlifted to a hospital and survived the accident, only losing a part of his left leg. Somewhere in the process, Maloney said that he lost Burke's business card and was not able to thank him for his actions. Now, about six months later, the two have found each other thanks to the power of social media, where Maloney made a public search post on Facebook and found Burke within 24 hours, thanks to thousands of reposts. The two are now planning to get together in the summer for a celebration, marking the one-year anniversary of the event. The full interview with Brandon Maloney and Troy Burke can be found on CBC's As It Happens show. Moving to our daily segment, here's Krishika with a piece on feel-good news. Hello everyone, my name is Krishika Jathani and I'm going to be your segment host for today. I have an inspiring story about how a man who could not read or write became Cambridge University's youngest black professor. According to Good News Network, Jason R. Day, a boy with autism who did not learn to read or write until his late teenage years, is now the youngest black professor at Cambridge University. R. Day grew up with a learning disability in Clapham, London. When he was just a child, he was diagnosed with global development delay, which is why he struggled to talk and read. Until the age of 11, our day was speechless, and therapists did not think it would get better. They thought he would need assistance throughout his adult life as well. When he was a teenager, he managed to learn how to read and write, and also studied at the University of Surrey. He also became a PE teacher. Arday knew he wanted to study and learn more, but unfortunately, he did not have much guidance to do so. According to Good News Network, he said the following, When I started writing academic papers, I had no idea what I was doing. I did not have a mentor, and no one ever showed me how to write. He learned through the peer review process, and although he found the process cruel, he believed it was a great learning experience. When he was 27, according to Good News Network, he wrote in his bedroom at his parents' house, 
one day I will work at Oxford or Cambridge. Currently, our day is 37 years old and will be teaching sociology at Cambridge University. He had a college friend named Sandro Sandy who always had faith in him. Having this sort of support made our day truly believe in himself as well. Only through practice and dedication did our day become as successful as he is today. While he was working as a PE teacher during the day, at night he spent time writing papers and studying. All this practice paid off when he became an acclaimed professor with two master degrees and a PhD in educational studies at Liverpool John Morris University. By 2018, he published his first solo paper. Before accepting his position at Cambridge University, he was a senior lectureship at Roehampton University. After this, he became an associate professor of sociology at Durham University. He was also the youngest professor in the UK when he took a prestigious professorship at the University of Glasgow School of Education. According to Good News Network, on March 6th, he will start his position at Cambridge University. He hopes to inspire people from underrepresented backgrounds to pursue higher education. I hope you enjoyed listening to this story today. For CJRU 1280 AM, I am Krishika Jethani. Let's send it back to the host. Looking at today's weather forecast, Toronto's in for a cloudy day with a chance of some light snow and rain in the morning and afternoon. Temperatures in the morning are around zero, feeling like minus five with a wind chill, warming up to a high of five in the afternoon before they cool down to a low of minus six heading into the night. That's everything for today's episode of Morning Mixtape News. For CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilty. Thanks for listening.